Welcome to the JRD Hogcast, your Razorback podcast for fans by fans. Here's your host, Dylan Lee. Join, as always, with his co-host, Jordan Russell, and their producer, Luke Griggs. Well, we are joined with the next head football coach of Arkansas Razorbacks, Jordan Russell. What's up, man? Uh, uh, uh. I just want to say I wasn't greedy. You know, took a little back and forth, but my buyout is a measly little thirty mil. Well, see so. that that's not what I uh, that's not what I signed up for when I signed my contract to be the next head football coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks. You signed one too? Yeah. So did producer Luke. This is like that freaking hotels dot com thing. I thought I got the best deal. I thought. <laughs> What the hell? No. I'm just going to go ahead before you get an opportunity to make fun of me. Um, Twitter got me today. Well, I was about to hit the Twitter. The Twitter, yeah. So that's, that's, that's where we're at with That's things. what this intro feels like. We're dropping names. <laughs> Everyone's the next head football coach. We got sources out the wazoo. We know things that you don't know. But guess what? I can't. Listen, listen. First of all, quit trying to ask me who it is. I'm not telling you. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. There are so many sound bites that we could line up here. Good God. It all but usually ends with. Absolutely. I love the force that you put on that, too. <laughs> so uh, we got a message from Greg who said his daughter, Emily, wonders why I call it the Twitter and laughs every time. First of all, saw that message, called Dylan. I was like, do I say it that much? And he said he noticed it. And um, so today I got got. By the Twitter. <laughs> you got got by the Twitter. And Greg, was... you can tell Emily or Emily, if you're listening with your dad, that's why, because I hate it. <laughs> Everything about it. You got good. I mean, I didn't really oh. have a reason at the time I read it for why, but I found out why today. Yeah. And it's because, what'd you say? Watermarks. Yeah. Well, got... they're telltale signs. Yes. I, I, and... I can't even call it a deep fake because it is a legitimate video that was out there of Jerry Jones. But all it took was a little doctoring of a ticker to get how, our boy Jordan here. How does everybody know how to do that stuff? Yeah, well, welcome to iMovie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why that's why um, I don't understand why you and Luke keep me around. Sorry, I bring I'm, nothing. Sorry, the iMovie. The iMovie, right? I don't understand why y'all keep me around for the JRD Hogcast because I bring nothing to the table when it comes to the computer stuff. Well, here at the JRD Hogcast. Oh God! See, I can't even get that right. <laughs> and Luke says K boo. I don't. Are you yeah, calling me boo? No, he, I don't fi- he fixed it. He said goodbye. No, he didn't. It yeah. said boo. Yeah, well, bye. the whole time I don't see it. Okay, but. whatever. But uh, uh, do you want to get the the burning me up started right now? Oh, okay. Yeah, Mister, I can't find the you button. Up. Right there. I said that quickly. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter dirt is uh, kind of what we've been talking about. Oh, this is burning you up, but yeah. Or. Yeah, I you, put on you, Twitter dirt. You told me you I, told me to hit the burden, and so I did. You did. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, it's burning me up too. This is all in one. <laughs> this is all in one. All these source people that just oh hey, I know who the heck we got one. The search is over. We fired somebody. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Well, I can't tell you. They didn't tell me. Who's they? Well, I can't tell you that either. Okay. Shut the hell up. You're well, taking the fun away from this all. Hey, we we do have sources. 
<laughs> we do have sources in regards to this coaching search, but we don't throw that crap out of there. We just take it for what it is, and we do proper vetting, and we wait till the info comes through, and typically we're hearing it when everyone else is, is because that's how we, this is designed. We're reacting to the news as fans, and we just talk about it. Yeah, I mean, quit. I mean, people get tied up in that stuff, and they feed these, as you say, the ones that annoy you, that don't have their face as their profile or avatars, whatever they're called on the Twitter. <laughs> but just you have nothing to lose, and you get people riled up. And then when someone else says, "Sources say this, this, and this," the original source dropper. Makes fun of the other one. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this guy knows. Well, this guy's got a picture at least. <sighs> so fill us in. What are, you, what are you seeing on Twitter right now? Fill us in. So uh, I'm but, searching, to, oh, I mean, I'm there's searching a, today. There's, there's a few that have gotten some heat uh, in terms of picking up some steam. So, As, na- as far as names go? Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Well, they I picked get, up steam. That, that's pretty much every day. <laughs> yeah, every day someone new, right? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, they're semi-legit because they are realistic targets. But what I saw that irritated me was um, this confirmed breaking news. And like we've been making fun of, my source said this, can't tell you who, can't tell you what, but it looks like Kiffin. Cool. Why does it look like Kiffin? Because the word might was used in might be announced Tuesday. Are are we basing this off of, uh, I mean, are we basing this off of the follow deal that he's followed people with Arkansas? Because, I mean, let's be honest, Kiffin can, you know, he, he rolls Twitter. And in terms of head coaches in the FBS, he's probably the closest to a troll. He is fully aware what he does social media-wise. And if he can get tagged on to things of this nature, it just makes him better for it. Well, guess whose emblem gets brought up every time Kiffin does something like that? What's that? FAU or FAI. Yeah, FAU. Yeah. Oh. Which is good for them, which yeah. is probably why they hired him. Mm-hmm. Because no one knows where that's at. <laughs> Except for everybody now, because he always brings it up. Where uh, I, Florida, I just can't say. It's Bat, Bat, Bataroon, Batarange, uh, Bat, Bataroon, ah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Boca Raton. Boca Raton. There it is. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I yeah. was stuck in Baton Rouge and Boca Raton and jumbling that together. Maybe had a seizure in the middle there. Who knows? Well, what I'm talking about, though, uh, as far as the following thing that you're kind of leaning towards right now, I assume maybe our discussion earlier in the day, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with that. I hadn't seen that yet. Yeah, that okay. was just kind of an article. Well, because here's the names in terms of today. haven't really dive too much into it, you know, family time and all that good stuff. It's but, the holidays. You're selfish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Matt Campbell, Lane Kiffin, and then Norvell's back in the heat, but that's no, for that's for the other thing. And, the, uh, uh, you know, and apparently not. We'll get to that because I got called out for that too. Not wanting the job, so. Looking at you, Andy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, no, this one. So, the guy that dropped this one, and uh, I'm not – putting his handle out there because for one it's confusing and two i don't want to but he drops this and then mentions probably kiffin whatever 
And then a couple hours later, it says, all he tweets is Matt Campbell, dot, 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 dot. Mm-hmm. And people indulge him with this. Yeah. That's a, really? Yeah. Him? Huh? Troll, troll jobs, no man. Way. It's troll jobs. And I ain't got the patience for it anymore. I mean, I kind of I kind of got to go with uh, Ruskin on this one, where, you know, back it up a few weeks, and he's saying, what, these guys that are inside the program and on the beat are actually going to be in media boxes that are going to get this information released to them or leaked to them quicker than some Joe Schmo behind a You know keyboard. who I'm going to trust with this? Nikki Chavanel. Oh, okay. Trey Biddy. Mike Irwin, if Chuck had a handle, Chuck. <laughs> I mean, that's the people you're going to trust. Yeah. Not some dude that lives in freaking Texas that works for someone not associated with the U of A. Yeah. And if they have four more than four numbers in their Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I think literally mine has like eight. Yeah. Well. I'm not sure if it does. But... Uh, but the damning evidence, what's your, you know, where's your proof? A screenshot with names marked out, numbers marked out, all this. And it's a conversation with, you know, with the letter P. Some dude's name starts with P or whatever, you know. You know how text messages are. And you can edit messages. a contact at any time. Keep Me and you could do that right now. Yep. We could blow up JRD. We could just take a, a home run swing, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It's Lane Kiffin. Here's our proof. Blah, 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 blah. And then just cross our fingers. And if it's Lane Kiffin, we're geniuses. Yo, I, I could doctor some flight plans, like in terms of the internet side of things off of flightaware.com. And, you know, we could, we could do that. But how, like, how crappy does your life have to be, honestly? Man, people are picking up followers through this. Shit, and that's why it's important to them. Mm-hmm. Because. This one dude who I semi think I believe a little bit is um, very modest. Not again, not gonna drop the handle just in case he is a fraud or whatever you want to call it. But and says he's a sports writer. But that guy gets made fun of for saying the hiring is done by the original guy who started this whole shenanigans today. Mm-hmm. Now you believe him because he's a sports writer, laughy face, and then he starts tagging his buddies like. Get a life. Go back to work. Holiday, man. Got plenty of time. Doesn't have family. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But hey, it, it's frustrating, man. I just. It's all about the followers, man. If you don't have followers, you're not anybody on Twitter. Here's the deal. We're we're looking at Thanksgiving. We obviously got that. And uh, if you're part of a married uh, group, you, you might be lucky enough to get a chow down twice and go on, you know, certain sides of the family and that whole deal. You get two Thanksgivings. Problem with what we do, and obviously my blatant interest in the hogs, is that right. I've got to have the same conversation with multiple individuals that I haven't seen in months, maybe years, that show up and they want to talk. And I would maybe classify a few of them as IS, ISFs. Mm-hmm. And it just. I usually kind of dread Thanksgiving in terms of the conversations. Like, I'm here to eat and dine and dash for sure. Oh, mm. producer Luke's dropping family names now. <laughs> oh man, uh, he 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 just bad. He he just bad to watch football games with. But anyway, yeah. Well, but keep personal stuff out of here, Dylan. Jeez. Yeah. Be Sorry. <laughs> 
But anyway, sorry for the listeners that we came in hot with the burning you up, but Doing Twitter it. dirt or burning the dirt or however you want to call that segment <laughs> there. But uh, just frustrating as hell. But we're recording this on a Wednesday. Yep. Thanksgiving is Thursday. And we got a game Friday. Yes, we do. That I think we have a chance in. I believe so as well. <laughs> I just... Have a chance. Didn't say we was going to win. Have a chance. We technically but, have a chance every game. Uh, technically, we played LSU last week. Hey, if we had Lindsey from the get-go... He's starting next year, though, right? <laughs> Jeez. Like, that's the guy. That's yeah. the guy. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens off-season-wise. Well, we free- know what's happening. It's Kiffin. I mean, it's Matt Campbell. It's, it's me. It's Gene Chizik. Gus Malzahn. Vince Lombardi. Did you say something about Lombardi? Yeah, yeah. I think Lombardi called us up. Uh, Dicka oh, was, he called us. Yeah. Dicka, uh, he hit us up at 479-308 and 80, 8605. He said, hey, tired of this gig, tired of Fox, tired of you know dealing with the NFL stuff. I'm going to come be your guys' defensive coordinator. That he do it for $2 a year well, and... You know, uh, this is the must, biggest one, mustache though. comb. This is the biggest one that I'm excited about. Kaepernick is coming in as the quarterbacks coach. Oh wow! Is this like a don't do as I say at a uh, high school facilities where he's going to hold his personal <laughs> practices? <laughs> oh man! Who Literally else? Who, who, who else? Who else do we got in this? In uh, the coaching search? Yeah, in the carousel here with some other names. Uh, well, the uh, well, the one I said of, earlier, we had Belichick. I think was going to retire from the NFL, come over yep. to be the head coach, mm-hmm. and then was it Peyton Manning or Tom Bra- Tom Brady? One of those two. They're going to have to, you know, basically duel it out at that. Well, point. Well, Peyton to wanted to, but he's busy with the Manning camp, so he can't. So Tom's going to be quarterback or passing game coordinator. Tom's going to be everything. Oh. Belichick's just there as an assistant. Gotcha. And then we're getting uh, Ray Lewis as a defensive quarterback uh, coordinator. Oh, minister of defense. His huh? parole officer will be behind him at all times. <laughs> oh, man. I love this. I chuckle at the Twitter. There's, there's a chance that uh, um, oh, Clark, Eddie, Eddie from Clarksville. Oh, is going to be the chancellor. I mean, we're this is a drain the swamp scenario. Oh, okay, so okay. So. That's what's happening because this stuff has gotten so out of hand. Luke, you delete that right now. I don't know if you can, but try, please. Oh, he did. Oh no, he didn't. He <laughs> sent something else in there. He'll just cover but it up with more text. Complete overhaul <laughs> is what's happening. Eddie will be the head of recruiting per source. Per source. Who's your source? Uh, I don't believe you, John Oliver. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he is going straight from high school to the running backs coach. Oh, that's right, because he has a screenshot from Darren McFadden. Burlesworth way. Oh man, I can't. I can't. <laughs> mm. I think Terry Lambert's <laughs> going to be the <laughs> wide receivers coach, right? Oh boy. Can't say. Ooh. Yes, to all of that. Everything. I mean, I'm just li- listeners. Listen. listen. That's what you're here for. Listen. Don't watch. You yeah. You just you have to take everything we say as gold because we have a Razorback podcast, which makes us legitimate. 
Yeah. We have source. We have media credentials now. Women's basketball gets you into the football facility. It just that's how it works. And we know what we're talking about. Yes. Everything we're saying is happening. Lombardi's a little iffy. We're not sure about that. That one's a little up in the air. Yeah. But it is happening. And it will happen at three o'clock Thanksgiving morning. Eurotech's holding a press conference out of Drake Field with all of these guys getting off the plane at the same time. I, th- I thought it was going to be like on the wing of the plane. As it's in the air? Yeah. They, honestly, though, let's, let's back it up. They probably shouldn't do any of the in-flight interviews like they did with Morris. Like, we got his ass from Dallas. He was flying back in, heading to Drake, and we had, uh, I think it was Scott Dolan on there, maybe even Chuck Barrett, and we had cameras all set up into old Razorback air, and they're sitting there talking about this, and how many times have we seen that clip of him in the in the airplane where he's talking about what his offense is, especially in the last you know few weeks since he's been fired. Whatever whatever you were doing uh, before and whatever you did after, especially when it comes to the hiring, you have to blow it up. Don't handle any of this like you did with Chad Morse. So we're done with the satire? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay, that did get deep there for a minute. <laughs> um, I was I was talking to uh, my father today. All right, and we were saying, shout out, Larry. Yep, we were saying uh, how your uh, check we trust so far, based off of these last few hires, right? That he has handled, that he's done. The two. I said few. Come on now, <laughs> get all grammatically correct on me. So. He's put a lot of pressure on himself with this um, Musselman hire because uh, by all accounts so far, it was slam dunk, right? Musselman's put pressure on the new hire because... No, Juracek, because this is Juracek's guy. Musselman's Juracek's guy. I know, but if Juracek was not basically killing it right now from all intents and purposes, the football hire... It's still going to have the steam, but like he's not going to have probably as much love behind him because I think people are still going to use the cop-out that, well, he signed off on the hire. Well, yes, of course. If you want the job, you're going to be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. You're, you're essentially probably being told, hey, he's coming. Can you work with him? No. Okay, well, you don't get the job. That's that seems how the the whole hiring a head coach before your athletic. Oh my god! Yeah, because he can't come in here and be like, all right. So anyway, he's fired. Yeah, he no, I don't, I don't want him. I'd I'd rather start the coaching search over again, and let's be a month behind on this thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But that's uh, that's kind of what me and my dad talked about. And um, you want to hear my dad's scenario? Oh, okay. What's Larry got for us? HC is Kiffin. Okay. DC is Chiswick. Okay. You're going to like this one. Oh, man. Hugh Freeze is the offense coordinator. Oh, Larry. Larry, <laughs> Larry, 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 Larry. Oh, boy. So the first two, I'm like, all right, all right. Did he do that in that order, too? Please tell me that's yes. how he broke it down to you. Yes. He actually put, and wait for it, which threw me off a little bit from him because that's just not how he talks. But... He's got an offensive mind. I mean, heck, hook him up with 15 burner phones and let's get to playing some football. Well, that's what I was telling him. I was like, so you want hookers on campus? I already got the mumps. We don't need more of that 
other stuff going around. It almost worked for Louisville in basketball. Almost. Almost. But it didn't. But it didn't. So, in theory, you're looking at that staff and you're like, man, probably do some stuff. A lot of dollar signs, I feel like, there. A lot of, well, well you can get Kiffin on the cheap. One dollar sign, a few zeros, I'm sorry. You 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 can get a, wow. Did that get used on you today or something? No, I just, I like to correct myself, apparently. <laughs> um, You can get Kiffin, I think, fairly cheap. You throw three mil at Kiffin, he's coming. He's making like 1.2 right now. Mm. SEC West gets to play saving again. Hopefully make him look stupid. You know, there's a little story there. Chizik, I don't know what he's making. I haven't looked it up. But I feel like he wants to get back into coaching. Does he want to come back here? I don't know. Does he want to come back as a defense coordinator? I don't know. But those two, you're like, cool. Freeze, I, I legitimately think, all kidding aside, that would be the most awful thing your check could do. And I don't think he will. So, you know, you know, sorry, I'm thinking just in terms of buyout money right now. The best thing that I've heard right now is that Brett Bielema na- name being brought up for a Rutgers job right now. Because they get rid of that? Lord, baby Jesus, all of that, please make that happen. Let that man go to Rutgers. I think it's a decent fit for him, honestly. He'd be able to get his feet wet again. Yeah, you know. He'd get him some wins, but who cares? Get the, get rid of the buyout. I'm, get, I'm get cool the with buyout that. and get rid of that one, and then we only have to worry about Chad Morris. And Juracek touched on it when he was talking about Lenny Jr., uh, giving him the interim tag in the buyout situation, we have to kind of restructure these contracts. Um, but he's not, also right in the fact that we shouldn't be the ones to pioneer that. Yeah, well, I'm saying in the aspect of, you know, you can't put the verbiage in there in the aspect of, you know, essentially what he says. I think losing is fireable with cause, not necessarily something that, but the idea of 70% of your contract to be paid out after, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> I understand where it gets. Like, actually, you know, I really don't. Maybe you almost do a scale. I'm not into that side of things. And I know it is a scale from 70 for, in terms of the Chad Morris one, we went 70% to 100%. But I think when you. You're talking about the buyout should be? Yeah, in terms of percentage, you have like. At order on five percent for each win you got in the past two seasons leading up to your firing. A table based on wins, yeah, right. Uh, at Ordron, he did it in three years, like, and they had a decent year last year. Did what in three years? Didn't he's been there for three years, correct? You talking about turning the program around? Yeah, I mean it wasn't it wasn't really <laughs> turning around a program, but well, yeah, that I see what you're saying, but that yeah, you can't use. LSU, even with less miles there when they weren't doing well, nine wins or more a season, but that's LSU. That talent literally coaches itself to a certain degree. Right, but there is definitely that extra push that has to happen to be a number one and now number two team in the country. We'll get into that. We'll touch on that a little (laughs) bit later. So when you, I'm not saying that a coach needs to come in here and in three years be able to, but in a year and a half to two years definitely needs to be sniffing a bowl. Well, that's what people, uh, a lot of, we, you know, there, there are cause, still the sprinklings of people that feel like Chad Morris didn't get enough time. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, a lot of people feel like he didn't get enough time, but the problem isn't okay. So on paper, no, he didn't get enough time. 
or I'm sorry, on the outside looking in, he didn't get enough time. But on paper, he had plenty of time. Mm-hmm. You had to win. I mean, he literally, all he had to do was win his non-cons this year. And it was a very winnable non-con slate. Yep. And he couldn't do it. Yep. I mean, he regressed. The people, you and I were sitting here at the house watching um, Marty McGee, I believe. And they were in there. I think we were missing Marty for that yeah. show. And I can't remember the girl's name, but she's apparently friends with Tusk. And, you know, they were like, you know, it's three, not, not even a full two years, you know, that's rough. And now, they, you know, okay, yeah, if you come here once a year and you see a game, yeah, of course you're going to think that. But we regressed. I think I've said that word more times than I'd like to count on this on this show. And that's the biggest thing. There was no improvement. The only improvement we saw was in recruiting. But you can't just recruit well. You got to be able to coach well, Kenny. Yeah. So those things matter. And it sucks that we had to do it, but it had to be done. And here we are today talking about, you know, Belichick being the next Arkansas Razorback head coach. It, it baffles me because a lot of the folks – like the handful of folks, I mean, they're getting paid good money to talk about this and are pretty high, you know, respected individuals in terms of this, uh, depending on how you think about McElroy. I believe he mentioned that during the LSU game about, you know, feeling like Chad Morris didn't have enough time. And it's very easy because to sit. everybody values his opinion. It's very easy to sit there and talk about it on the outside in. Uh, but Luke, I disagree quite a beautiful. bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, producer, we might have to go over here. I'm sorry, I just looked at the chat, and producer Luke comes in with, it should be a bowl game year one, no exceptions. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. In the current climate? No exceptions. In the, I mean. I can't tell if he's being sarcastic. He, he, he's fired up, that's for sure. I don't know why we don't get this boy a mic. Uh, get in here and talk, boy. <laughs> so, when... You're looking at it, especially with how the SEC builds it up. I can see where he's coming from. The fact that essentially the four should be wins. But you look into like a schedule like next year, and we have a Notre Dame on there, and especially the level where we're at right now, none of those games next year look winnable. So we start off with Nevada. Um, I honestly have no idea. I don't know anything about them. Notre Dame, loss. Mississippi State, loss. A&M, loss. Charleston Southern. Oh, there's one. Maybe. Yeah, probably a win. Alabama, loss. LSU, loss. Tennessee, loss. Auburn, loss. Ole Miss, maybe. Monroe, probably not good. I mean, Missouri. I mean, who are you beating? Where's where's your six wins? Yeah. But looking at this year, there definitely should have been a bowl. So, yeah, this year should have been. Notre Dame is always overrated, yes. Notre Dame is better than us right now also, though. And we got to go to South Bend. And we got to go there. So, I, I don't see six wins next year, and no matter who we get. I don't see four. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously we'll get into this episodes, episodes in advance. But, yeah, I don't I don't see four. Let's, let's assume Nevada's no good. So, that's one. Charleston Southern, two. Um... Do we count Monroe? Do we lose him Monroe? I mean, they're always freaking salty. They're 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 one of those teams that ain't. Scared. Oh, we'll give it to them. That's three. Okay. And then, Where are you maybe going? Ole Miss is looking for a new coach after this year. Maybe it's probably the right time for them, but they also kind of have the luxury of Plumley's good, dude. It? Yeah. So 
I mean, so I I'm, just, I'm saying three at best. I can't, I can't get in uh, behind Matt Luke, and obviously, I, I just can't get behind Ole Miss in general now. Uh, we, Matt Luke's just there because right now they have. We problems. saw, we saw what happened in terms of like. Man, that's a tough schedule. Yes, Hugh Freeze was a shady cat and everything, but there was also cheating on top of that. It wasn't just, you know, morals at this point. It was shadiness and that prove what had to happen at Ole Miss to win. And it it, it kind of stinks because if you do make a turnaround, no matter what, if a coach comes in here and wins like eight games, especially with that schedule, mm-hmm. he's going to be fired up by the NCAA. We'll have the NCAA all over us. You don't go from a bottom 10 to eight and four. Well, that's interesting. I'm going to kind of change gears real quick. We can get back to this. But if we get K.K. Robinson tomorrow, which it sounds like we should, uh, basketball recruit, Okay. Um, well, no, I, right. it, it'll make a circle. Um, that they're projecting that to take us from number eight recruiting class to six, to the six overall ranked recruiting class. Hadn't been on campus for one year yet. Muscleman, does the NCAA start looking at Arkansas? I mean, probably FBI's probably already on the lines now. Than- well, I'm being serious. Uh, do you think that that gets us on the radar? Because this I've, is what pisses me off. The NCAA is, is such a shady organization. That- and you got to feel bad for Missouri right now. They're playing for a bowl game, bowl uh, eligibility Friday. Mm-hmm. And they dropped the news that they are upholding the ban or whatever. Three yesterday. days before. Yeah. Three days that before a bullshit. game. Based off of what? Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't got to see what their explanation was. I was actually trying to look at it. And... Apparently, the excuse was pretty bland. And that also gets me to talking about what we, we've already touched on, but Gabe Osboye being granted eligibility this year for mm-hmm. West Virginia and Connor Vanover's isn't. Guess what we're missing on this basketball team? Height. A freaking big man. It's like they, they're just, they're, it's BS. Honestly, what, honestly, I don't like the transfer stuff, and I feel like they just have like two wheels and they just spin them and they've got random yes or no's maybe's appeal medical whatever and they just spin those wheels based on the player and that's how they grant them and they apparently just wait till the last second to spin these wheels they've got the Vanover's eligibility was denied the first day of or the opening game yeah they've got the wheel of eligibility and they just uh wait uh, have we no oh okay hang on nope okay Next. yeah exactly so how can you essentially force people to, hey, we're your governing body. We're the NCAA. That's essentially how they came to power. Well, they we're, definitely take that govern part, right? We're the governing body, all of this, and how can you be so late on things? You're talking about stuff that we were talking about three months before the season started in terms of football for Missouri. Right. And we find out three days before, before their the last game. Before the game that gets them to bowl eligibility. Mm-hmm. It's it's garbage, and <clears throat> there's no precedent for anything. And I am, granted, I think it might be pretty much standard that these kids might be able to transfer out and keep redshirt and that kind of stuff, but it would be the most NCAA move that these kids that were like, I just wasted a year here. I'm done, you know? I want to go somewhere, but that that's so messed up. Like, you, you could have had them had this decision – in the spring or whatever. You could have had this at kick and they could have decided then that they wanted to transfer and then you could have denied their 
transfer requests. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's it's and that the reason I said it's circled. Obviously, we're talking about Ole Miss and all their stuff, but um, back to the football side of it and winnable games next year and all that stuff. I think Matt Luke's probably done this year. I feel like they're getting into the spot where they can actually be competitive again. The smoke's kind of cleared from all the Hugh Freeze stuff. Okay, so right now, just off the top of my head, we got Rutgers, ourselves, Florida State, and I think University of Las Vegas fired their coach. Which, side note, he also beat San Jose State. Um, <laughs> and he got fired. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Um, so there's those four openings. There's been the blatant whisperings of um, USC, South Carolina, or uh, Southern, Southern California. California. There's actually They're always one to fire yeah, somebody. They're real quick about it. And But other than that, do you see, can you see any openings that might be happening? Any more openings? Yeah. Like I said, Ole Miss. I mean, that's kind Ole of Miss, the, so. the top of my head that I'm. And that that's kind of where I'm getting at. It might be a good time for them to actually. Florida State's the most glamorous looking job out there right now right. right so and the order of which you just brought that up i'm thinking arkansas is the next one unless usc ends up in that mix right so we have a chance to get a good coach but do you as a coach you're coming to arkansas you're you're interviewing for the job what is your number one this or it doesn't happen like what's your the word escapes me um What's your one caveat to taking this job? I'm the head coach coming in for my interview. Yeah. Uh, in this current deal, you gotta. I mean, you you would like to have the comfort of knowing stability in terms of two years, but yep. Honestly, That's where I was getting at. Honestly, with buyouts and all that kind of stuff, we're already shown that they really don't matter. Handshake agreement really doesn't matter. If you can somehow get that in black and white, that'll be next level in terms of coaching contracts. And the other thing I would want is to have a pretty sizable uh, coordinator budget and be able to go Mm -hmm. out and compete with some of these guys because we're getting to the point where you're going to have to pay close to $2 million for top talent in terms of coordinators. And if you get somebody like that, you might get a career coordinator like a Venables so far. Guys mm-hmm. that maybe will stay in that role for you. Chavis. So, Chavis, yeah, well, we paid him $1.5 million for the worst the worst FBS defense. Probably in history. I, I mean, it is. It's not atrocious. good. But you said what I was thinking. If you're that, – that would be the only thing about this job that you're like, can you guarantee me three years? I will guarantee you to give him all in those three years, but can you guarantee me those three years? Um. And honestly, you know, I even saw when we were, you know, we cut uh, Morris off in under two years, and then people were saying, you know, they did the same thing with Bielema. What? He had five. He had five years. And he also regressed. Yeah. I mean, what did hindsight's always twenty twenty, but I think uh, I, I think that our history, if you're looking at it on paper, that's the only thing that makes me nervous about who we're going to get. Right. Well, and I don't know how well it's going to go. Let's actually kind of touch on this game because there is one more game. We get a maybe, well, 
that's the thing. I, like, it kind of hurts Arkansas because we, we, we get any kind of mojo taken out of us. We could have been spoiler to them being bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Now the NCAA takes that role essentially away from us. And it looks to be K.J. Jefferson if you're looking at who's on top of the oars because um, I think it's K.J. Jefferson or Jack Lindsay or Nick Sarkle. Oh. I think you flipped those last two, right? Did it? Was it Nick Sarkle then so. or Jacqueline? But it, either way. Um, They're very close when the or. They're very yeah. close together. Yeah. Um, that kind of, yeah, you, that's a good point. I, you, Lunny's getting these guys ready to play, and you could that was evident for the decent majority of the LSU game. And honestly, the whole LSU game, it's just LSU, LSU to us eventually, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think he's getting the guys excited about uh, Little Rock, which until it's gone, you do need to be excited about that. Mm-hmm. And you can't make it a burden like Bielma did. That's that's for one thing. You can't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't talk about how difficult it is. It will be gone, Luke. I mean, it's writings on the wall on that deal. And yeah. and West folks, I mean, honestly, Friday has the recipes for a disaster in terms of contract and that kind of stuff. And folks don't show up. It's gonna give. The folks that don't want War Memorial games to happen, all the ammunition in the world if you come in with less than 40000 I know the current climate of the team. I know it's tough. But if you really support the team, you got to find a way to get out there, especially if this is going to be your one game. And, you know, a lot of those uh, southern, southeastern, eastern Arkansas folks have been talking all year about the way everything's going. And you know you can't fill the stadium. These kids need support. Well, here's your opportunity to show it. Yeah, you got to back it. I'm not saying you got to sell out the thing, but you definitely have to have a good showing because mm-hmm. it's my understanding that there's a contract limit in terms of ticket sales. I don't necessarily know if that means attendance. So the U of A, if they really wanted to keep it there, they can do some shading. I don't think the. I no. don't think this is the year the they can pull that trigger though. <laughs> no. No. Old Donald W. wasn't <laughs> too full this year. Nope. But but also the weather's not looking too promising. And the team, I think, is, yeah, it's there. It's not, it's not going to be the worst game of the year. No, I actually do legitimately think it'll be our best game of the year. I really do think that. Now, what that means for the final score, I have no idea. Right. Um, I know... Missouri's have been super hot and cold this year. Um, Brian is what exactly everybody that was ag- not against but wasn't hyped for the Brian transfer. He is what they thought he that would you know right. what he was, and he wouldn't have been a savior here, people. Just saying. So you know. No, no, no matter Burrow wouldn't have been a savior for us this year, but I think uh, I think the score. We'll be close. We got the pickums later in the show, but I think it'll be a pretty close score and maybe get us that third win of the year. When you're talking that pickums, you want to get right into it? We can lead off with that one. Let's do it. All right. All right. So, like we've already said, we'll just start it off with the Black Friday game. We got Missouri going to Little Rock. Missouri is a 12 and a half point favorite. Moo pig. 
Woo pick, indeed. I legitimately, I think that's going to be a good one. And that that sounds like you, you got a little win in you there. Something to cover. I think that's a win. I, uh, no other reason than I just think Lunny's going to have those guys ready. I can I can back that, and I'm already proved that I'm pretty dumb on this kind of stuff and loyal to a fault. So Arkansas gets that win. <laughs> yep. Hopefully. Hopefully. Producer Luke chiming in. 24-21 win Arkansas. All right. This is the battle. You want to take this one? Yeah, yeah don't take this one. Right, this is ahead. the battle of what I like to call Nacho Head Coach for the University of Arkansas. Cincinnati visits Memphis. Memphis is the 11-and-a-half point favorite. This is for Andy. Is I'm it for Andy? Cincinnati. Oh, man. He is going to be blowing us up. <laughs> Oh, what you am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I don't know what to do with my hands. Take it, bro. Don't be scared. Follow the leader. <laughs> Bearcats cover. There you go. All right. I apparently just have to keep them in here. It, it was a pretty good weekend. There's plenty of games out here to sit down and have your leftovers with and all that kind of stuff. So we got Ohio State versus Michigan. They, they got, call that their rivalry, but we, yeah, whatever. Ohio State, eight and a half points. Ohio State for me. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah, yeah. Just, if there's one team that I hate more, it's definitely Michigan on that side of things. So. Oh, yeah? Is it because of Michigan or because of Harbaugh? It's Harbaugh. Yeah. It's not Michigan in general, so just don't understand that one. Oh, do we, do we have another kick six in us? Do we? Why do you think? Oh, we can pick that. <laughs> Alabama versus Auburn. Alabama is a three-point favorite. That is a. Ah, uh, it's the quarterback. It's thing. the quarterback thing, I guess. I'm, I'm taking Auburn. Oh I'm wow! Actually going, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Auburn. No, it's it's Bama. It's Bama. They they are at the point where. They can sniff get into the playoffs. If they still got some fight into them, it's going to be this game. And after they essentially, like the producer says, he runs over Auburn, people are going to think they're the best team in the country again. And it's going to be ridiculous. Fair enough. So, Bama, moving on to the Big Ten. We got Wisconsin versus Minnesota. I would say the boat's still rolling. That's one heck of a turn up to get fucked. And uh, Wisconsin, three-point favorite here. I'm taking the boat. Got to keep rowing the boat. DJ Flex, my man. Minnesota covers, which means they essentially win. Yep. I got my lock. Ready for the lock? Oh, okay. I wasn't going to do one. I'll say right now I ain't got one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's number seven, Oklahoma, going to number 21, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Oklahoma has been disappointing as hell these past, what, four weeks? Yes. I mean, it feels like they uh, felt like they were out of the hunt, so they almost they have been trying to make sure that they're out of the hunt. Mm-hmm. Trying to okay, close that door. Covers that 13-and-a-half. Covers. Lock it in. Okay. I'm 
Good thing I didn't pick that. I mean, I'd probably be right there with you. So. Can't believe you didn't bring your lock in today. What have you been doing hanging out with the family all day? <laughs> I am so selfish. Gosh, bless it. Man. But I got to jump in to the mailbag real quick. The mailbag? Oh, I've been waiting on this one. I really have. Have you? They, I mean, both of them right here. Mailbag! Have been coming after you, man. Yeah, we 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 had some hunting stories. I I let you scratch that itch a little bit, and we talked some deer, and Andy oh, came you know out. What? I forgot about the yeah. I forgot about the. Don't know if you boys can see the picture, but yeah. here's my deer. Yeah, and Andy is a Bambi killer. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just kidding. That I'm just kidding, Andy. That looks like a nice one. I'm counting. He's got eye guards. Is that an eight point? Pretty good one, but that's not why we're here. Andy says it's 13, 12, 12, 13, 14. 12-pointer, yeah. yeah. Touched on Greg and his daughter, Emily, calling me out, so. um, What else we got? the point on that. <laughs> and Andy, a freaking source guy, says, well, boys, I don't, you don't have to worry about Norvell. I have it on word of an inside source that Norvell told Sexton to tell Arkansas no. Everybody knows that, Andy. But, yes, Andy says to me, "Yeah, you hear that, Jordan? The guy you don't want don't want you either. Well, good. <laughs> he had me rolling, man, when I read that one. <laughs> good out of Andy. Awesome. He doesn't pull uh, no punches. And thanks, as always, for the messages and andy i hope you've gotten more deer than i have this year other than that one because you you i don't know if i'm going to be there yet that's still up in the air but dylan and luke will be at the game if you bring them some backstrap to send to me totally cool with that and i hope y'all all have a happy thanksgiving ah oh, look at that trying to be genuine and stuff hey i do man it's time for thanks absolutely you can join in the conversation. 479-308-8605 is our voice and text line. And you can also hit us up at Twitter, at JRD, on the Twitter. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. Man, are we looking at some Thanksgiving. What? I mean, I've, I've touched on it. We got to touch on some food, man. We cannot awesome. have a Thanksgiving episode and not talk it. So I want to know if, if folks, what what is that dish that's got to be on your plate, minus the turkey? Everybody, I think turkey's a little overplayed. They can hit us up at Twitter at JRD Hogcast. But what what about you? What's that thing? What's it got to be? Yeah, got to have the stuffing. You got to have the stuffing. Yep. Oh man, that's that's butthole bread. That's butthole bread. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of buttholes, should we put your video? On Twitter, <laughs> and I'm leaving it at that. Everybody uh, can think of whatever they want with what I just said. Well, I, I will definitely have to have some feedback on that one if that video sees the light of day outside of it. It's good. I, I have to have some feedback. This mystery video that Jordan's talking about, you have you to need hit to us up. blur out your, your sweater. Yeah, I, I can I can make that happen. So. What's uh, yours? I don't, I'm definitely a pie guy, but that's that's a cop oh, out, right? That's dessert. Come yeah. On. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, first thing I gotta go for, in terms of the staples of it, is a quality green bean casserole. I think 
that's vegetable butthole. <laughs> butthole vegetable. You, you, you didn't have anything. You're like, I'm just going to mention a butthole at this point. And we'll <laughs> yeah, go no, with it. I didn't, I didn't think that one through all the way. No, hey, good, gor- uh, good corn. Jesus. Yeah, let's Green bean casserole is always nice to have on the table as well. Least favorite. It's got, Least favorite? Yeah. There's got it. There's there's always the one. I feel like it's on every table in America and it never gets touched. Uh um sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Wow. The candied ones even like little pecans on them, brown sugar, or just straight up. Not a not a sweet potato guy. Okay, fair enough. I was going to go with the canned cranberries. What's wrong? I've seen that on Twitter all day. What's wrong with the cranberries? I I don't know. Like you could you could definitely fool Dude, me I though. I put it, a slice it, on that and put that stuff on everything that's on my table there, on my there, plate. There's something about seeing like the can lines on it. But if I'm you know blind to the fact and someone went and get ahead and mashed that up and threw some marshmallows or something in there, I'm completely cool with it. But the fact that I just see it like flopped onto a plate. Still see those lines up the side of it. I'm I like, take a can and dump it on the plate. I oh mean, man, that's my can. The whole damn can. You just scoop straight out of there, huh? Yeah, just, hell yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Do you, do you use a can opener? I just imagine you just. I'll be it. honest with you. Uh, I'm working on 31 years old, and I've never once opened a can of cranberry. Well, well, fair enough. I assume it's a can opener thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Nowadays, you know, everybody's got them flippers, the the little pop tops. <laughs> On everything. You got a name for everything? The, the Twitter, the flipper? <laughs> I don't know, no, man. It's a pop top. <laughs> the pop top. Or a peel, I, a peel top? I, I, no. peel, what is it? I is mean, it it, it's that a peel, sounds good. It's a peel action. It's not a pop. Like a can got that well, pop once you hear it out. You don't get that with the... No, you don't get it. That's a good point, man. Uh, I don't know. I called it what I called it. All right, move on to dessert. What pies? All of them? <laughs> the ones that are edible. Which I'm is not all a, of them. So uh, if the lady listens to this one, she's probably going to kill me. But she's actually cooking the pumpkin pie tonight. Okay. Getting it ready for tomorrow. Nanner. He... I don't like pumpkin pie. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know how to handle that. <laughs> you, gotta, you got to, though. You, Love you. You, 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 you going to chow down a piece? I have to, right? Yeah. I, think I hope I, there's enough whipped cream to uh, smother on that sucker. There's always enough whipped cream. I know I know father in law and producer Luke, he doesn't he doesn't do pumpkin pie at all. He is a chocolate pie fan. My well, see, son- I almost said chocolate pie, but that's that's everybody's. Chocolate pie? You wanna know a weird fact fact about me? What's that? Don't love pecans will destroy some pecan pie. Oh, I love pecan pie. And it's pecan, right? Not pecan, pecans. The pecans. The, the pecan, pecan pie. <laughs> the pecan pie. I, I don't. I don't. Um. I don't so, love it. But the pie itself, the pecan pie. That's how we we need to figure out a poll. Is it pecan or pump pe- pecan? <laughs> so what if pecans are on a pumpkin pie? It's happened. It's, it's, I just said I don't like pecans. So. But That's what I said. I don't like pecans, so but it's I like pecan pie. You like the filling, then? I guess so. You like the gelatin. Again, throw some ice cream, some whipped cream on it. I, it all goes down the same. But no, if you put pecans on a pumpkin pie, you're getting it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a butthole pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a butthole pie. Absolutely. Producer Luke, 
we're we're talking about this. What's your what's your best dish? What's your or what your favorite thing on the pl- on the table? You gonna say chocolate pie? I know my <laughs> no food, not the not the uh, dessert. No, oh man, this watch is... this, watch this. I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna <laughs> watch. He just oh. see how quick he does it. See how quick he does it. I was gonna put him in multiple work there. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, he caught it. You sucker. So he said brisket. Mm-hmm. Do y'all have brisket at your Thanksgivings? <laughs> If Luke had his uh, pickings, yeah. Who the hell has brisket at Thanksgiving? I mean, I'm for it. I yeah. just don't know that I've ever had it. Well, a lot of folks do ham. Uh, ham, hey, I think ham is a Christmas and Thanksgiving staple fixture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turducken is very popular. I'm speaking out of experience here in terms of what folks Isn't it order. More of a Jewish thing. Turducken? No, they just yeah. take something that had feathers and shove it into the next thing. Butthole bird. It's butthole bird. <laughs> I just don't know why it keeps happening. I'm sorry. Why are you talking about so much butthole? <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you did that. It's normally me looking like a fool, but you're handling it. Yeah, that, right that's now. perfectly fine. So anything with feathers, just shove it up the butthole of the other thing with feathers. Yeah. That's like them stacking cups. It's just the the, the smallest to biggest. Yeah. The Russian nesting dolls. Is that what the you're what? talking? The rushing nesting dolls, or the yeah. yeah, okay, I guess okay, whatever. Is that the the little Christmas things? Sure, those are nutcrackers. Oh. Luke, what's your what's your dessert? Don't do me wrong here, Luke. Come on, Come be on. honest. And brisket isn't a dessert. Chocolate pie. <laughs> I feel like that's a cop out. How everybody's favorite? I don't know. Like not mine. I won't touch that thing. You don't like chocolate though, because you're not American. Yeah, there it is. You know, cheesecake. Hey, yeah. Hey, you do your cheesecake is like my banana pudding. Oh, I will eat gallons of banana pudding. Dude, I got a, I got a recipe for you. A ate a whole, <laughs> what'd you eat? Five slices at the, at the luncheon of uh, cheesecake. The kickoff luncheon. <laughs> well, yeah. here's the deal. You get a whole table. I mean, it ain't going to go to waste. We paid for those. We exactly. paid for those. <laughs> Them's going to get eat. Dim's the rules. Certain company paid for those. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Yo, little Dylan over here, freaking five foot nothing, just destroyed like a solid four or five pieces of cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Well, you're looking at me like you gonna eat that? Yeah. Well, I had my slice. I, I, Dim's I, the rules. I couldn't. I couldn't get across the table to Sam Lloyd's either. It's like, come on, man. What, what, what's what's happening there? What's up, man? He you wasn't touching that? that thing. I was like. You know, I don't think yeah. either of the players did, did no, they? No, he did. The uh, round back did. Did he? Okay. Well, Which names escaped me. But <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what else? Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, let's do this thing. Let's finish her up. For JRD Hogcast, I'm Dylan Lee. I'm Jordan Russell. Shout out to producer Luke. You can join the action. Tell us what your Thanksgivings are like at JRD Hogcast on Twitter. You can also hit us up on the voice line, 479-308-8605. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Do all that. No, no craziness on the roads. Until Woo pig suey. Yeah. How about them cowboys? Oh, boy, you had to do something. 3.30, Thanksgiving Day. Tune in. All right. As always, and until next time, woo pig suey. You'll see a little Cause I got season tickets to the best seats in this place. And when my team takes the field, 
Like a schoolgirl won't be home.